Hey everyone, welcome to the SUMC podcast, where I'm hoping to encourage pastors and leaders, specifically in the UMC, towards revitalization in ministry and the church. Today I'm going to be talking about some easy wins, and before I jump in, I'm just going to state the obvious here. Everything I talk about is going to be understood to have a foundation in prayer and biblical knowledge. I'm not going to be getting into theology here or with this podcast. There's a whole lot of that in many other places. This podcast is going to be super practical, but as these are church matters, nothing will be accomplished without prayer and an understanding of God's ways. He gets the glory in all this as He guides you through the work He has sent us towards accomplishing through His power. So, along with that, what I'm going to say is that um, you should, as you get into revitalization in your church... Wherever you are, if you're a new pastor, if you're a leader in the church and don't have a pastor, if you're a pastor that's been there for a long time, well then some new things are going to have to be done, new habits are going to have to be formed, or you can build a foundation of good habits right away. So you just have to think about all this in your given context. So what I'm going to say, I also want to preface with a comment that you should run everything through your leadership team or ad council first. So your foundation is prayer and understanding God's ways, but then also whatever things that you have in your head that come out through prayer that you feel like need to be done in your church, communicate it with the Ad Council first. Communication is the first really easy win, and always communicate first what you're wanting to do and have your why as well. So why are you wanting to do whatever it is that you feel led to do? So as for a timetable, as far as things go in the church, I always say this. If you think it's going to take a day, it's going to take a week. If you think it's going to take a week, it's going to take a month or two. And if you think it's going to take a month or two, it's going to go up to half a year. Half a year is going to become a year. A year is going to become a few years and so on. It's just going to take a while. So do these easy wins right away, but with the understanding that it might take a little longer than you want. But they will take as long as is needed. Because remember, if everything is founded in prayer, that God is leading you, and His Holy Spirit is leading you. And in the UMC, we don't talk about God's sovereignty a whole lot. But we do need to understand that when we are following after God, and trying to bear fruit for His glory, then things will be done in His time. And it might not be our time, and that's okay. But things will get done, and so put your timetable at the foot of the cross, and just be guided by the Holy Spirit. So, try to do the easy wins right away, but understand, it might take a little longer than you want. In fact, you know what? Some things you might want to do first, and like, the third thing might be the one that happens right away. You just never know, but give God the glory in all things. So take as long as is needed. You'll know what that means when you get to it. And I'll say this now, and I'll say it again later. Be consistent. Consistency is key. Always. And anything you do, be consistent. Now, in order to actually do these easy wins that I'm going to talk about in a minute... Utilize Google. Utilize YouTube. I have no idea what your skill level is with anything. Obviously, you're the only one that does. 
I've always, if I don't know how to do something, I Google how to, and then whatever it is I'm looking for, or I just go to directly to YouTube and I watch the videos. So for example, I wanted to make a website and I had no idea how to do a website. So I Googled, or I searched under YouTube, how to make a website. Now I use Weebly. Weebly is incredibly easy. It utilizes something called drag and drop. So that means that when you sign in to edit your website and you want to put in some text, on the left hand side there's these basically buttons and you drag it over and drop it into the window and then you can add text whatever you want you can change the font and everything you hit publish and your website's published just like that it's incredibly easy to do the one there is a cost to it so yes it's an easy win and yes you're trying to save money you can get a free version um, the one that costs money is if you want to get something like sumconline.org that costs some money Otherwise, you can do it for free. It'd just be something like sumc.weebly.com. So it's free to do it like that. And to be honest with you, you want to get a website. But I'm going to talk about that in a minute. That was just an example. So always Google how to and then whatever it is you're looking for, and chances are you can find some videos. So if you're not used to doing that, go to YouTube, search the how to. And what you want to do is you want to find the one with a high number of views. So on the right side, you're going to get this list of videos that you can watch and see which ones have the highest number of views and look at those first. Now that's a general rule. Those videos aren't always the right ones and people could be looking at them and then quickly moving on and not actually watching it. But it's a good rule of thumb to start with the ones that have the most views. Now when you're watching that video, on the bottom right, just under the video, you're going to see a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And that's the second thing you want to look at. So, obviously, if there's more thumbs up than thumbs down, it's probably a good video to watch and get some good information from. So go to YouTube, type in how to, and search for whatever it is that you're looking for. And take your time. You don't have to spend hours doing this and get it all done in one day. Take your time. Just do what you can handle and move on baby steps you know eat the elephant one bite at a time now chances are if you're listening to this you're someone that really wants to see some positive growth in your church well you're gonna need to obtain a heart for teaching and patience and you're gonna have to have a heart for being patient and learning most people inside the church and outside the church simply don't know how to be and do church we're in a sad state and so that is what this podcast is aiming to help you with, within the UMC especially. So I don't know if you have a pastor. I don't know if you are the pastor and are new, or if you're the pastor and has been there for a number of years looking for the next chapter in the church's life. Or perhaps you're a church person and you don't have a pastor, and you're just looking to keep the church doors open. I can't really speak effectively to the response you'll get and you're communicating these things to your leadership team or what should be done or, or what you want to do. All I can say is make sure that most of the people are on board with the idea that you have and always, especially if you sense resistance, just say let's try it for a while and see what happens. And therein is the key right there, the let's try it 
that is especially where you need to be consistent. So whatever you're doing, you need to do it weekly. You need to communicate it often. You just don't need to do it once and then throw it up into the wind. It's just not going to work, whatever you do. So let's try it. You do it once and it fails. No, it didn't fail. What you did was learn what not to do. You evaluate and you try again. You evaluate and you try again until it really does fail. But most of the time, you need to be consistent with whatever it is and give it time. Give it time. And just because it didn't work out in the past doesn't mean it might not work out now. Perhaps this was the time that it was needed and before it wasn't, whatever it is. So again, pray. Try it. Be consistent. So that leads me, as I said before, into the first thing, which is communication. Communication is always brought up in just about every setting as something that needs to be improved, whether it's work, family, marriage, any kind of relationship. Everybody always talks about communication. Now, there's always going to be people who just don't listen well, too. But do everything you can to communicate to your board or leadership team, to the committees that make up the board, to the individuals on the committees, and to the church from the pulpit and during coffee hours. Now I'm going to start real quick here. Uh, maybe call this 1B under communication. Coffee hours, or also known as fellowship hours. Just do them. And if you do them, don't overdo it. It doesn't need to be a buffet every time you do a coffee or fellowship hour. Just have coffee and fellowship after church. And I'm going to emphasize that. After church. If you have guests, they will never, 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 or rarely come before church to anything. Especially if they've only been there a couple to a few times. If you're going to invite people to something in your church, especially something like coffee hour, have it after church, after the service, while they are there, and say, hey, let's go have a cup of coffee and talk more about what brought you here today. The invitation right there, that's an easy win. Just have fellowship hour, coffee hour, whatever you want to call it. Sit down, what brought you here? And if you're really daring, say, what did you think of the service today? What could we improve? But maybe that's something for down the line after you get your welcome station and guest services set. And we'll talk about that. So communicate everything that you're going to do at every level to every individual. Get some feedback. Plant those seeds. And never do something if you don't have a lot of people on board or thinking that it's a good idea. Scrap it. Put it on the back shelf, move on to the next one. But honestly, the easy wins, so communication is an easy win, but the practical things that I'm about to say, number two, get a website, get a Facebook page, that's an easy win. Right off the bat, most people probably won't know how to do it. You might not know how to do it, but guess what? Figure it out. Or get somebody that does know how to do it and do it. I can't emphasize this enough. If you're not on social media, if you don't have a website and UMC churches, I'm sorry, but if you don't have a website, you're done. 
that's pretty much it. If you don't have a website and somebody's looking for a church, number one, they're looking, people, when they're looking for a church, are looking for websites on social media, and if you're not there, you're not going to be found. It's pretty obvious. They're not looking at maps wondering where the nearest church is. They're looking for websites, and then if you have a website that hasn't been updated, they're going to clearly see that you're not upkeeping with it, and if you're not upkeeping with the website, you're probably not upkeeping with much else either. And there, and so here's some direct things I'm going to tell you. So brace yourself. If your website isn't updated, if your website isn't even there, people are going to assume it's an older congregation, and they're not going to come. You need to have a website. You need to have a Facebook page, at least. Now, the website that I use is Weebly, like I mentioned before, just Weebly.com. Just sign up. You can get a free website. YouTube, how to set up a Weebly site, and just follow it. Just learn it. Get it looking good. Get a calendar up there. Look up how to link a Google calendar with Weebly. Get all that stuff. Just do it. Facebook page, you create a Facebook page through your personal account. Just name it the church. And then every Monday, every Wednesday, or every Friday, or every Monday and Friday, or every Wednesday and Friday, whenever it is, weekly post to the Facebook page. Get your website up. That's kind of like home plate. But Facebook, and then if you are into online stuff and social media and you want Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, just be consistent. This is where the consistency comes in. This is where consistency is key. I would even create a schedule and do your posts around sermon topics and always create events for what you're doing in the church. It's just so easy. It's so simple, especially once you get the hang of it. It might take you a little while at first, but once you know how to do it, once you get it done, it's easy. And it will take maybe 10 minutes tops when you do it. Just be consistent. It could be something like, hey, this last Sunday we talked about this. And if you like that, you're going to love this Sunday. Come on out and listen. If it's the first time you've been to church, don't worry about it. We're welcoming and you'll fit right in. That's it. So simple. Easy win. Let your people know that it's being done. Have them like the page. Have them share the posts. Tell the leadership that you want to do this, and the why is because people are online, that's how they search, that's how they get to know the churches in the area. You just simply need to have an online presence. And it'll take you a day tops. Easy win. Now the third thing, I'm going to call this personal wins. Get a coach and find some good podcasts to listen to, in addition to this one. So first of all, get a coach. Now, I imagine part of the issue you may be facing are tight funds. I would highly recommend finding someone you respect that is in ministry to be a sounding board for the ideas you'll be presenting to your board or leadership team. Now, keep in mind, this should be someone involved with leading ministry. Friends are great to run things by, but you really need to have someone that understands the nuances of working with people in ministry and leading people in ministry. There's just some unsaid understandings and things that they'll get that you'll need. So it's kind of like being in theater. 
there's a lingo and a language that theater people just know that other people don't. And you're just not going to know what it is unless you're involved in it. It's almost like an inside joke to way overgeneralize it. There's just these things that are understood with leaders in ministry that other people don't understand. So find a coach that's a leader in ministry that has had some success. Second thing under number three. So get a coach, and this couldn't be any more simple. This next one, find some good podcasts. I mean, you can just do this right away for free. Go to iTunes, go to the iTunes library, select podcasts, and I'm going to give you two right off the bat. Search for these. Even Google them. 200churches.com. That's 200churches.com. 200churches, one word, dot com. It's especially made for small churches and to encourage small churches in ministry. It's just a great podcast. Look through some of the topics. Listen to some that sounds interesting. I would even encourage you to just listen to it devotionally. One a day, one a week, whatever it is. The second one is Revitalize and Replant with Tom Rainer. Tom Rainer has written a number of books. Uh, one of them is I Am a Church Member. Great book. Um, he also wrote Autopsy of the Deceased Church and was co-author of Simple Church. You should read those books. More than that, though, you should listen to his podcast, Revitalize and Replant. So Revitalize and Replant will provide you with some practical things to think about. 200churches.com will provide you with encouragement and things to think about. I listen to both of these, and they play each other off very well, even though they probably have nothing to do with each other. But from personally, for me, when I listen to them, I get the practical advice from Revitalize and Replant, and then 200 Churches just provides that encouragement that I need to go ahead and do these things, along with some other tips. So again, find some good podcasts, find a coach or somebody that you can just consult with but i would just say find a coach because it's somebody that can encourage you on push you on and take you to levels that you didn't even know that you could do so there you have it some simple relatively speaking things to do right off the bat that will establish a new trajectory and more important than that momentum for your church they are simple and they are effective Communicate at all times and all places with all people in your church with the one thing you're doing at a time. Get a presence in the internet and social media. Be consistent with that presence. Start listening to some podcasts and get someone who has borne fruit in ministry that you can learn from to help you in your revitalization journey. So there you have it. Easy wins. And so again, this is the SUMC podcast where I'm hoping to encourage pastors and leaders, specifically in the UMC, towards revitalization and ministry and the church.